Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some r slash entitled people. Because why the hell not, right? <laughs> if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too, as it all massively helps out our channel. And let's just crack straight on with today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, our first story comes from Taloncard815. I don't care what you are, you can't park in my spot. I am a paramedic in a place that has some HOAs and apartment complexes. We hate responding to the apartment complexes because there is nothing but assigned parking and no fire zones. Basically, if we can't find a space to fit, we have to block the road. My agency also uses first responder vehicles and ambulances. The first responder, as implied, usually arrives first, so we do our best to leave room for the ambulance to fit in. We get a call from the apartment complex and I am the first responder. As I pull up to the address, by some miracle, there is a spot only two apartments away. Great, I can leave the road clear for the ambulance. As soon as I park, out comes this guy screaming, I can't park there. I do the, are you serious look and just say medical emergency. He says he doesn't care, I can't park there. Keep in mind, my vehicle has enough lights to make a Christmas tree jealous. I just grab my stuff, lock the vehicle and keep going. He is screaming, he is gonna call the cops. I tell them they're already on the way. They respond to medical emergencies. Cops get there while I'm in with the patient and tells him to basically pound salt. (laughs) The cops enters the apartment and then this guy really goes full blown entitled. He enters the apartments, comes into the room where I'm treating the patient. He starts ranting and raving how I have to move my vehicle. I look at the cop and say, get him out of here. The cop then seals his fate. She asks the patient if she wants this person removed from the apartment and did she ever give consent for him to enter? The patient's response was, get him the fuck out, he's trespassing. Boom, the all clear. The cop gives him one last chance and tells him to leave or he will be arrested. He doubles down, I'm on the HOA board, I can go where I please. At this point, backup is called, the cop at least manhandles him out of the room. The ambulance arrives with PD backup and they get him out of the apartment so we can safely remove the patient. Not entirely sure what happened next as I was in the back of the ambulance but when I got out one of the officers approaches and says sorry but we need another bus. We had to tase him. (laughs) Policy for PD is if they tase someone they had to be transported to the hospital by ambulance to hospital as the taser spikes have to be surgically removed due to the barbs on them. Wait for the second ambulance, they take him, I go back in service. Found out a few weeks later, he was charged with trespassing, assaulting an officer, resisting arrest, interference with government administration, aka interfering with the scene of an emergency, all over a parking space that I would have been in all of 20 minutes if he hadn't created problems. I can only assume he took a plea deal as I was never called to testify. 
It's one of those crazy ones. Imagine living under that guy, man, thinking he can just entitled to walk wherever he wants, just walk into your apartment. I'm from the HOA. I can be here. No, you can't. Piss off, mate. Jesus. But you've got to be like from like another planet, the planet entitled to, to witness a medical emergency going on and think that's my parking space. You can't park there and get so riled up that you eventually get tased because of it. I mean, come on. <laughs> But to make it sense, 30 says, this is absolutely disgusting. It boils my blood when people don't even get out of the way on the road. Hope these people or their families never have to wait for an emergency help. Then they will know how it feels in that scary situation instead of bitching over a parking spot. Some people need to get their priorities straight. He deserved to be tased, barging into someone's apartment when they are vulnerable receiving medical treatment. What a jerk. And Sonny says, it's rare I actually believe somebody who claims to be important somehow to defend bad behavior, but I totally believe this guy's on the HOA board. Seems exactly the type to look for that petty power. And no, he doesn't have the right to go where he wants. I feel bad for the residents who have to deal with his nonsense. And holy moly, we got a story within a story. Grab some popcorn, guys. Let's get involved. I Am The Knight says, stories like this sound almost unbelievable, unless you work in healthcare. I've legit had similar shit happen. We have a new admit show up and about the same time, a patient directly across the hall from her coded. So we're in the middle of trying to revive this patient. She keeps calling out. So I step out to see what she wants. She wants her pain medication. I explained to her that since she just got here, she doesn't have any orders in yet. And we got a situation across the hall. It'd be a little while. She looks me dead in the eyes and says, I don't care who the fuck is dying. I want my pain medication now. 15 years in nursing and I sat there shocked as hell and I've seen about everything. Took me a few minutes to pick my jaw up and tell her she'd have to wait and she responded with, I want the doctor now. At this point, I was done with her and told her it was too bad. Her doctor was running the code. She'd still have to wait. People think we make this shit up, but some of the crazy shit people say in hospitals in medical emergencies is really mind-blowing. The icing on the cake was she was joking about it the next night. Told the nurse she had, Haha, you should be glad you weren't here last night. I was a real witch. <laughs> now let's move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Queenie. My family decided that the cake meant for my achievement is their snack. So I know this is going to sound petty as heck, but please hear me out. I'm all for petty stories, you know that. Context. So last weekend, I-19 female was awarded my Queen Scout certificate by Lord Baden-Powell on behalf of the Queen, which is a pretty big achievement in scouting. My grandmother came around our place on Wednesday and gave me a box of chocolate as congratulations and a Coles mud cake, fellow Aussies know the one, for me to share with the family to celebrate. Of course, the only two people out of the five of us living here that night were my dad and older brother, except my dad was out, so it was just me and my brother. I put the cake in the fridge for Friday, when all of us would be there, and that's when I told dad what it was for. The cake had been untouched before now, before heading to my course for the day. Anyway, I got home and a noticeably large piece was missing. Yep, my dad had taken a bit out of it to snack on. We didn't actually get to have the celebratory cake cutting. I was working a trial shift two hours away for a new job on Saturday after losing my old job a week ago. And on Sunday morning, my three siblings, 22 male, 17 female, 11 male, headed to mum's for Mother's Day. I came home from uni today and a tiny quarter shape of the cake was left and I pointed it out to dad. 
who said in an offhand tone, yeah, sister, who's currently sick, mind you, and little brother took a few pieces from it and the rest is going in little brother's lunchbox tomorrow morning. I didn't say anything. All I was thinking was along the lines of, and was I going to get any of it? That wasn't theirs to take, and that was for me to share, not people to hack at for themselves. I guess it's selfish of me to be like that, but I'm sad the cake my grandma got to celebrate an award I'd completed under COVID-19 restrictions and worked my butt off for during the past three years was being pigged out on and not eaten under the original intention. I'm quite sad about it. I wanted to celebrate it as grandma wanted and my family decided to ignore that and treat it like their own personal snack. Yes, this is a pattern with my family. If I bring home any snacks I've brought or some sweet tasting food desserts from uni, studying to be a chef, it'd be gone effective immediately. And if it's savory, healthy or anything non-dessert like, they complain that, that they don't like slash want it and let it sit in the fridge. Even though there's usually too much for me to have, I tell them they can have that. My older brother even asked when I start making desserts. And I do try and hide snacks, but my dad's rule is, if it's in a public place, e.g. pantry, fridge, even sitting on my bedside table, it's fair game for everyone else. To clarify just in case, I know cake is meant to be eaten and that it was meant to be shared. I'm just upset that I didn't get to be the one to share it. I was ignored and we didn't actually get to celebrate at all. And yep, they expect invitations to my actual bag presentation in July, where there will be more cake, a full cake for family and for me to take home and cupcakes for guests. I'm betting the cake will be gone by Tuesday that week. And there are some edits to the responses which says, thanks everyone for the support, congratulations and internet cake. To everyone saying I should get a secondhand fridge slash cupboard for my room, unfortunately I neither have the space in my room shared with my sister, which is a tripping hazard in itself since there's no room to walk around, nor the money unfortunately. Also, I don't want to confuse my elderly blind cat. She likes knowing where things are. Thanks for the thought though. As for throwing it out, my grandma spent money on that and I don't want to waste neither food nor her money. Edit 2. I did have half of the remainder last night and I decided to put the rest in a packed lunch for me for uni. But given that it was 2.30am and I passed out, I came down this morning and half of what I had left, a tiny sliver, was left. Had a chat to my sister and she said that dad had said it was cake for everyone. And then she said, I'm sorry, I'll get you a new one. And I told her that no, it was dad I had an issue with and that if anyone else was going to buy a new cake, it was him. Also for everyone saying I just got a new job and make an income. I did the trial shift on Saturday, but got an email last night saying that I hadn't made the cut. So I'm actually fully unemployed. And given that my previous job underpaid me, something I'm still working out, I didn't have much at all. And I'm trying to save. Can't move out yet since I don't have economical stability either. For everyone saying get revenge by putting peppers slash laxatives in a new cake. I found them comments hilarious to read. Unfortunately, I'm not brave enough for those kind of antics. Again, thank you everyone for their support. Edit 3. Despite my homegrown honey, I'm a beekeeper and I have hives at my stepdad's being tucked away. I went to put some in my sandwich for school and most of it was missing. The honey jar even had my name on it. Low-key thinking about making a cake saying, congrats, my name on it. Also, my older brother came out, saw the cake and laughed saying, that cake didn't last long. And I said, yeah, I didn't get any of it either. And he just laughed and went, ah well. Man, the entitlement again, like for the dad to take a piece of that cake, a large piece of that cake to begin with. I, I, I just don't get the mentality of some people. It was clear what that cake was for. You even said it to him at the start and he still went and took a bit and then was packing up for the kids packed lunches the next day as well. I mean, come on, man. And before we go to the comments, OP, 
queenie02. If you ever do see this, I just found a website which will deliver cakes. Get in touch with me on Discord or Twitter or wherever you want. Let's replace that cake so you can have that all to yourself. I know it won't be the same as grandma's cake, but hey, cake is cake, right? <laughs> now let's check out some comments. And Isis says, when Gran asks if you enjoy the cake, tell her honestly, you didn't get any of it. The rest of the family made pigs of themselves and didn't leave you any. Tell her she is invited to the ceremonies, but the rest of the family are no longer welcome. And the cake you are coming home with will go to her house to make sure you actually get some this time. And my brot says, never mind that your family is a bunch of assholes, at least in this situation, there's something much more important here to tell you. Congrats for your huge achievement. You must have worked hard to get this far, so you deserve all the cakes you want. Continue being awesome. And Corpsefeet says, email to grandma, copying or forwarded to dad. Dear Grandma, thank you so much for recognizing my scouting achievement. Your thoughtfulness and support mean the world to me, and I am so grateful for you. The chocolates you gave me are wonderful, and I am savoring them. The cake looked amazing as well, though it was eaten before I got an opportunity to try it. The family clearly found it irresistible. It means so much to me that my milestones are important to you. I love you, and I know that your support, example, and influence guide me to success. Love me. And the Southern Rose says, your family are assholes. Something that was meant for you as a reward in celebration of your hard work was suddenly their daytime snack. Hard no, it's 1000% not selfish. You wanted to celebrate with them and they blew it off. If this is really a pattern with them, then that's terrible. You deserve better. I can't send you a cake, but I send congrats and internet cake. Man, if someone done that to my cake, I would absolutely lose it. Chicken cake and waffles, man, if anyone touches those. Yeah, they lose hands. <laughs> now let's move on to the next story. And our next story is from Raphelia. Lady gets mad I won't let her park in the handicap access ramp space. This happened yesterday and it still burns me up. My husband and I arrive at the grocery store to get our weekly groceries. It's cold and pouring down with rain, so we're walking as briskly as we can to get out of the rain. As we're walking up the row we parked in, a lady in a gold sedan pulls into the yellow line space that is right next to the handicapped spaces meant for ramps and such for wheelchairs to get in and out of vehicles. I think to myself, is she really going to park there? We keep walking and I keep glancing back. Yep, she's parking there. Before we get to the door, I turn around, see her start getting out of the car and somehow I find the courage and all my anger to yell out at her. I say, hey, that isn't a parking space. To which she replies, ugh. She literally growled. I said, you're blocking the handicap space. To which she replies, oh, fine, I'll move. She makes to get back in her car. I turn to start walking inside, but then get a feeling she was just waiting for me to leave. I turn around and sure enough, she is freaking waiting for me to leave. So I stop and watch her. She knows she's not getting away with it now. So she starts cussing at me and eventually, cause she's drawing a lot of eyes now, says that she a move. The entire time she was cussing, I just stayed silent and let her dig her own grave. Then when she says she's moving, I yell out to her, then do it. My husband got a real kick out of that as he chuckled. He knew I had everything handled, so he stayed silent while I took care of the lady. He knows I can't stand entitled people. The entitled woman angrily gets back into her car, struggling with her umbrella, in her haste, then peels out of the non-space to another actual parking space, literally five cars down across from her. Like, okay, I get it. It's raining and it's Mother's Day and you're probably just running in for the last minute cards and flowers, but damn. I finally get in the store where the grader thanked me and told me that apparently that people are parking that way all the time and they've given up saying anything to them and just let the police handle it from now on. 
I shook my head sadly. I mean, seriously, what level of entitlement makes anyone feel parking in a space like that is okay? Next time, I think I'll just call the police and watch. And we'll start straight away with JNL saying, my vehicle has a rear entry wheelchair lift. My 17 year old son is wheelchair dependent. I came across a situation once where two young women parked in a handicapped spot and jumped out to run into a store. They literally ran while giggling and bumping into each other. I saw this because I was waiting in the parking lot to get that spot for the grocery store when they swooped in to take it. So I parked as close as I could behind them to block their car in the spot. Large curb and building in front of them. They could go nowhere. I calmly got my son out of the van via the lift in the back. Took my time. We finally started rolling up the door when the girls came back out. They started yelling. I smiled and said, we'll be done shopping in a few minutes. They threatened to call the cops for blocking them in. Said I was holding them hostage. I said, please do call the cops since they were illegally parked in the first place. The number is 911. I was only going in for a few things. I think I was inside maybe 15 minutes. When I came back out, some big biker looking guy had both those girls sitting on the curb while he reamed them out verbally. Oh boy, was he pissed at them. I was quite surprised to see them just sitting there with their heads down, just taking the verbal assault. He made them even apologize to me. As I was loading my son back up into the van, he came over to tell me he saw the whole interaction while he was pumping his gas and he also heard them say they were going to bash into my van after I went inside. He said he stepped in to make sure they didn't damage it. He would always have a special place into my heart. Oh God, why am I tearing up over that? <laughs> Good on biker dude. And D says, people park in those spaces constantly. Where I am, the police literally don't care. They say it's private property and there's nothing they can do. When someone parks next to me like that, I back out and park behind their car while transferring my sister from her chair to car. Put the wheelchair away and load groceries as slow as possible. When they complain, I mention this couldn't happen if they had parked legally. Then I make sure to take the car back inside. Maybe chat for a few minutes. Oh, and I'm disabled too. So I move like a sloth. And old boy Sleazy P says, there's an elderly couple that had a handicapped space right in front of their apartment. It's literally just one spot and the ramp space. People park there all the time. And after all this time, they just started having them towed. The truck is usually there within 10 minutes. I've witnessed a few younger people running out to see their nice car already in the distance and the old couple driving off slowly. And XAngel1421 says, anytime a cop comes to my store, for whatever reason, they sweep the parking lot for illegally parked cars and ticket every single one they find, including the dumbasses who wait in the fire lane because, oh, she, he, went inside for just one thing, they'll be right back, because even idling in that space is illegal. I've seen the cops keep someone they arrested at our store in the back seat while they write tickets. It's hilarious. But let's move on to the final story. This story is from Average Biker 21. How trying to sell a Nintendo Wii to a friend ended up with me losing money and burnt bridges. So I've been trying to leave this whole mess behind and I figured ranting about it on the web could help. Now I know there were probably many stuff that I did wrong and or could have done better. So I'll accept any criticism wholeheartedly. Get comfortable reader, this is a long one. For some backstory, I had been friends with this guy. Let's call him Sid for what would have been seven years if the following events didn't happen. Since I saw him as such, we did many activities together, many hangouts and sleepovers. In my house, he hardly ever invited me to his, and even him staying for a week after his dad kicked him out and his mum out of the house. Needless to say, we were close at the time, which is why I had such a hard time putting my foot down and even cutting ties with him throughout all this. 
Prior to this mess, I've been thinking of selling my Wii console, along with two controllers and 30 plus games for a while, but I used to always set it aside or just forget about it. Around last July, because of the virus, I decided I could use the money, so I started the process to actually sell my Wii. I researched a bit to set a price, 8,000 to 9,000 Argentinian pesos, so roughly 85 to 95 dollars. I'd seen similar bundles nearing those prices online. Note, I know some of the numbers in the story may seem messed up, but so is our economy, so please just roll with it. Now onto the story. Sid had already shown interest for the Wii, but because I wanted to sell it for good money and not take it out of a friend's hands, I for whatever reason told him I would most likely look for a buyer on the internet. After much insistence on his part, I decided to sell it to him, discounted of course, because we were friends at the time. Instead of going for the original 8,000 pesos, I lowered it to 6,500, let's say $70. He actually tried to talk me into taking 6,000, but I took it as a joke and brushed it off, telling him the price was firm. Even when I made it clear how much it was, he had a second problem. He said his girlfriend didn't like the idea of him spending that much. Yes, I know that sounds dumb, as always, hindsight is 2020. For reference, he didn't live with said girlfriend just yet and they had just been dating for about a year. Not much of a reason to have a say on how he spent his money. Whatever, he wanted to cut me a deal. He'd at first pay me 1500 pesos for the Wii and then 500 each month, 16 and 5 respectively, until the 6500 were paid off. I decided to just take it, like I said, I needed the money. The second problem was, after we made the transaction, since I lost the original box of the Wii, I decided to put the console, the accessories and the games inside of a set of three boxes as neatly as I could. I also, of course, turned on the Wii to see if it still worked and ran all of the games through it the night before. I did my best to make sure everything was in condition, which it was. The only exception was the charger, which cable had a bit of plastic recoil from the transformer, so its wires were visible. I'd offered to fix this, but Sid said he'd handle it. Well, a while after he came to pick it up, Sid sent me a message complaining that the charger's cable had broken. The messages had an accusatory tone, so it was my fault and not because he took the console without much care, opposite of what I warned him to do when he took it. However, reluctantly, I agreed to pay half of what it would cost to fix it. Other than that, things seemed to be going well. I took the 1500, we split the cost of the fix, 500 pesos each. I took a note of how much Sid owed me after that, so I wouldn't forget and waited and waited and waited for six to seven months. In said time, I end up losing my job and getting the gig that doesn't pay as much. I told Sid many times to please either give me at least part of what he owed me or tell me when he could do it because I was having a bit of a hard time. What he was doing in the meantime, you ask? He went out with friends, including, but not limited to, our friend group, bought gifts for his girlfriend and took her on dates and fucking bought an apartment. You read that right, he hadn't finished paying me back before settling a deal to move into an apartment, including the obvious deposit, rent and utilities, which he actually used as an argument to justify when he didn't have my money. Needless to say, I got annoyed more and more as we approached February, with me not receiving another cent from Sid. Finally, during a phone call, he mentioned that he could finally give me the 2000 that he owed me. Thing is, if you kept up with the math, he actually still owed me 4,500. So not only he kept me waiting for half a year, he tried to lowball me for a second time. I cut that conversation short, hoping I had misunderstood something. But no, I later reminded him to please let me know when he could hand me the 4,500 pesos he had yet to pay me. He started arguing that it was 2,000 pesos because he had given me the 1,500, then 2,000 out of the total 6,000, which I hadn't even agreed to. 
I tried to argue that 6,500 original price minus 500 charge effects minus 1,500 what it gave me equaled 4,500 remaining. But no, he was convinced he actually paid me more, even though he hadn't. After a short back and forth, he basically texted me that he was sick of arguing and to go to his house the next day to get the Wii and give back his 1,500 pesos, which at first said was more. Thing is, I couldn't gather the money unless I managed to sell the console again, so I said that I'd give him the money as soon as I could get it. He either didn't acknowledge that statement or chose to ignore it and just said that he'd give back the console and to hand back the money. I was so frustrated that my mum noticed something was wrong and asked what had happened. After I told her, she sat me down and helped me realize that Sid was an exploiter. I'd been there with him for more times than I could count, did many favors, and here he was, screwing me over. She was pretty mad about it too, and asked me if I wanted her to come with me for support the next day, but I said it wasn't necessary. I still had her drive me there because I ended up running late to the time Sid had set for me to come round. Now here's where I very likely messed up. I went the next day and took the console back, but I didn't have the money. I'll admit that this was because I obviously couldn't get it on such short notice, but also because I felt hypocritical of him to keep me waiting for my money for six to seven months, yet expect me to get it at the drop of a hat. Once I got to his place, Sid nonchalantly gave me the console in a suspiciously small bag. I didn't pay much attention to that detail since I was tired of this whole ordeal and wanted to get it over with. He demanded the money and got offended when I said I didn't have it. Being almost out of patience, I answered, look, you kept me waiting for six months for this. Give me at least a couple of days. Then I got in the car and left. Now, while in the car, I decided to actually check the bag Sid had given me more thoroughly. That's when I noticed it. The 30 plus games that I'd given to Sid all inside of their boxes slash paper envelopes I bought them in were now 10 CDs tucked in a package. I called Sid, pissed off, and asked him where the missing games went. He had sold them, each for 10 pesos, not even a tenth of their actual worth, to pay for his half of the cost to fix a charger, without telling me. I just blew up and told him that selling the Wii would be much harder now, then demanded he got the games back. His only answer was, give me the 1500 pesos and I'd get you the games. Now all this was on speakerphone, since I had my phone in one hand and the bag with the Wii in the other. After hearing this, my mum also had enough, grabbed the phone out of my hand and tore into him as well. I ended up blocking his contact after I saw a text of his that read, if you give me something, you're supposed to give me the money, which he had sent before the call. I was just tired of this train wreck of a deal and wanted to talk it out after taking some time to clear my head. Thing is, Sid didn't give me any time. He went through the group chat we had with our friends to throw me under the bus, claim how much of a pussy and a scammer I was, and then kick me out of the group. They didn't even know what was going on, so they got quite a surprise. To make a long story longer, someone else put me back in the chat. We discussed it and well, some harsh language was thrown around. Sid defended himself saying he didn't pay me back because he had to fix his apartment and that I should be more sympathetic. The thing is, he decided to get an apartment on his own. I didn't see how I was to be held liable because he got a place he couldn't afford. He also didn't tell me any of this. He kept me in the dark, waiting for a payment that I never got. In the end, I was willing to negotiate to get the games back in exchange of giving Sid the 1500. He, however, wanted to cut all ties because there is no friendship here. He didn't want the money back nor to have anything else to do with me. And honestly, I just accepted this, not just because of the Wii issue, but this whole thing helped me look back on more shitty attitudes he had and over all him being a negative person. For instance, he once told me I had too high of a standard for going girls I found pretty, me being me. 
And now I have a Wii with over half the games missing, which as I later realized, he had factory reset. Something to note, the Wii was chipped, which meant it had a program installed to run games that are not exactly original, but cheaper. This is common practice where I live and the games usually work fine. Now because of the reset, said program was gone, which means the games are basically useless. The cost to set it back up is currently 2,800 pesos, 1,300 more than Sid originally gave me. I lost money and games trying to sell this guy my console. As for Sid, I hadn't much news from him since I cut contact. Last I heard, he actually had a fight with another friend from our circle and left two group chats we were both involved in. So that's the story of how a failed attempt of selling a console cost me a seven-ish old friendship and made me decide I'll never sell something to a friend again. I'll admit I was sad because of this outcome at first, but life goes on. I'll just try again when I get the Wii back in selling condition, then move on with my life. If you read this whole wall of text all the way to the end, let me tell you that you're a legend and hope the story entertained you as much as it frustrated me. And let's face it, OP, Sid isn't a real friend, was never a true friend. They were just looking out for themselves and how everything can benefit themselves in the end. You gave them more than enough chance in this. You even reduced the price and went along with it. So I'm sorry that you got stung on this one. With many negative experiences, we usually learn lessons from this and it seems that you have learned a good lesson. You sound like an amazing person to be around. So keep doing you and I hope you don't look at friendship in a negative way because of this. Anyway, what do you guys think of this collection of stories? What are your thoughts? Let us know in the comments below if you choose to do so. And just a huge thank you for being here today. You are truly appreciated. Honestly, I can't express that enough. So thank you so much for being you. Click that like button if you have a moment. And if you want to support the channel further, you absolutely can by clicking that join button down below for YouTube or clicking the link in the description for Patreon and join up there. Thank you so much for your love, support and time. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. <clears throat> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.